0: Original, independent, and local. You're not dialed into the spy.
1: All right, we are so excited for our mini-show today. We have guests in our studio who we've been wanting to have on for a while. It's kind of like a second part to a full-on episode we've had, which is why they don't get a full episode. You guys may remember back when we had uh, Brad on for the Brewers Union, we talked about one of our favorite breweries, Vanessa House. And how we've loved them since, um, what is it, three years ago now, um, born and brewed. We had them, and we're like, damn, this is good beer. Like, what's happening with them? Where can we get them? And now, hopefully, we're going to have an answer really soon. Would you guys like to introduce yourselves?
2: You, 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 me, you, me, you. me,
0: you. It's yeah. too much.
1: Decisions. <laughs> you guys are fired already. Uh, right.
2: Well, I'm Justin Wright. This is uh, Andrew Corrales.
1: And who are you two, gentlemen? <laughs> <laughs>
2: We have our council over here in the corner. In the corner, so we look for him. We, it's Zach Smith, 40 under 40. We had to yeah, double I'm check. Sorry.
1: <laughs> well, okay, so um, I'll go ahead and start with you guys are both um, owners in Vanessa House, but there's a couple others that we haven't name-dropped yet. Two more. Do you want to get them in before we forget about them? Yeah,
0: we got Evan Smith and Nick White.
1: Shout out, Nick. He's our favorite.
2: Wow. <laughs> How much did he pay you? Yeah. <laughs> this is over. <laughs> Shut it down. Shut it down.
1: Uh, All right, so how did, <laughs> how did you guys first, like, get the idea to do this brewery? I know it started as a homebrew operation, which is why you guys have a really messed up anniversary date.
2: <laughs> right, right. Uh, never,
1: I'm never getting over that. I'm sorry.
2: Well, whatever. I'm going to crack this beer first.
3: Good job. Good job. Right. That you. was cool, right? Nice. Yeah, some ambient <laughs> sounds.
2: Um, yeah, no, we, uh, so we've been uh, friends for a very long time. I think uh, by now, hopefully a lot of people have heard the story, uh, or a few people have heard the story uh, most of us known each other since we were kids. Went to school together, uh, all throughout, you know, kindergarten through college for the most part. Uh, the company name comes from Vanessa Drive, which we lived on in Norman while we were, most of us were going to OU. And even if most people didn't go there, Justin had a pretty sweet gig in the, uh, the uh, I mean, what would you call that, the
0: kitchen area? Yeah, the kitchen and the dining
2: room area <laughs> yeah. for a yeah. little bit.
0: nice. And then yeah. I upgraded to a room later. Yeah, you know? <laughs> it, is, it was. He made his way up. It was
2: the whole thing uh but yeah no so we went to school and then once we graduated you know grew up got big boy jobs and people kind of were doing their own thing and you know homebrewing was how we kind of still got a chance to hang out and you know be the the -hmm. dummies we are I guess but um and then you know throughout that we were brewing a lot uh giving it to people people liked it and at the end of the day we liked that a lot more than our day jobs and thought let's just see where it goes and you know went in went for Mm -hmm. it well,
3: and I know I first had you guys. I think it was at an event, maybe even prior to Born and Brood, and it was maybe not, but it was for young nonprofit professionals. And Nick was there, and one other mm-hmm. of you was there. I don't remember, but it was yes. at event an event, and y'all had just really kind of started being at anything. And is that like at a bank? Maybe. Oh, like, it was at the yeah, it was at a credit union. It was <gasps> at Credit Union House. Yes, yeah. sorry.
1: I remember you telling me about this. I'm Lincoln. i Lincoln. Yes.
3: Right? Yeah, yeah. It, that's right. So maybe sorry. you were the other one there then.
0: Yeah, yeah that I was, was a holiday in Paramus. Because
1: <laughs> yeah. there was that other event there, and you were like, I went to this event there for young nonprofit professionals. Okay, you were just going in with the ambient sounds.
3: Oh,
2: yeah. Yes. No, they're cool sounds.
3: Well, and I, back then, you all had two beers that you, that you had. I think mm-hmm. one was still the 401k, mm-hmm. which we have here today. Was
1: it the same formula or tweaked a little bit?
0: I think it was tweet, We're
1: both but, doing hand movements. Yeah, it was very very
0: early stages, of the 401k, not the finished product, but very similar to the, the finished product on there. And the other one, I believe, was the uh, brown ale.
3: Yes, it yeah. was. It was, yeah. So I had tag. those a long time ago, and now we've just seen them more and more in different community event capacities. And then being part of Brewer's Union, mm-hmm. that was just I just love the concept of Brewers Union. Will y'all talk about your experience with having been there the past, however long it's been now?
0: Um, it's been very interesting that, I mean, that whole model there, you know, how uh, Brad Stomp's doing that. Um, it's very good for um, brewers who, you know, aren't quite ready for a building yet, but it gets, you know, them to um, pretty much uh, have that experience of brewing on a professional level and also that, Um, having their brewer in a tap room and also beers to go as well there so i think that gives them a nice experience so when they do move into a you know a new building or the place of their own you know um, that they already have that kind of skill set already and so um it's a very interesting concept and like i said um it's going to be exciting to see other breweries come through there as well yeah it's been fun
2: you know it was one thing that we gone we went through with it that you know others are well, is it, it helped us, yeah. I think, in terms of, like, learning some stuff when it comes to opening. Uh, a lo- a yeah. lot of the, like, yeah, because yeah. it, it, it had its struggles opening. Um, you know, it was, it already had a license and all this stuff, but you're still dealing with state agencies, and it's just it going.
1: Had the wrong license.
2: <laughs> the wrong, yeah. Wrong this, wrong that, and just dealing with all that stuff and just <clears throat> going through all the bureaucracy that that is wow. the beer industry. Like, no. Like, beer is super fun from the consumer standpoint. It's super fun for us most of the time as well. But then all that stuff on the back end really blows. Um, In terms of, it's just, you know, it's just a lot of paperwork, a lot of talking to people and trying to understand rules, laws, and regulations.
1: That are constantly changing here in Oklahoma. Yeah, yeah.
2: (laughs) changing, being uh, interpreted different. You know, so there's, you know, so going through that, I think, helped us a lot. It did, yeah. Because we're dealing with a lot of that now. So we kind of have, at the very least, it helps us understand that we're going to go through some stuff, even though we, it's, it's probably still going to like take us time to go through it. But, yeah, but yeah, I mean, like, tons of surprises. I mean, stuff we don't, you know, I don't think anybody
0: accounts for that you really can't predict. You know, like we've always been, you know, prepared for everything that can go wrong, you know, will go wrong kind of deal. So, um, but it's definitely been a great learning experience being at the Brewers Union and also, like Andrew said, helping us with our new building
2: going today.
1: So were you guys planning to launch your own brewery a new building before you went into the brewer's union?
2: Yeah. I mean, our goal from day one has always been to have our own building. You know, we started in a, in a contract model to get going. That was before the tap rooms were legal, before all the laws were in the process of changing. Now, while we were in planning, there was there was a bill out, 424 bill that everyone thought was going to pass, and then it kind of disappeared for a while. And like that kind of helped that the fact that it kind of went away for a while, it was kind of dead on the floor. We were like, all right, we went full in on the contracting model rather than looking to put our 401k, hence the name of our first beer into a smaller brew system in a smaller place. Cause that was something we thought about doing for a while as well, which you're going to see more of now. A lot of the breweries that open now with tap rooms being legal, will open with that smaller brew house tap room only model. Cause it's just more feasible. Um, but that was always our goal. But we started in the contract model because we that was just our best option at the time. Um, and then the Brewers Union opportunity came up, and that was a good opportunity for us to move back to Oklahoma. You know, we started brewing with O'Fallon, and honestly, you know, I can't say enough positive things about that brewery. They've been mm-hmm. great to work with. That's we learned- out
3: of Missouri, right? Yeah, right.
2: Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. you know, great brewers out there. We learned a lot from them in terms of, you know, brewing process and stuff. We were very involved in, in the whole process. Um but that gave us a chance to move back home and brew more brands. Um, allowed us to get newer things out, and now we're in cans. And it gave us the tap room, yeah. um, you know, so we can interact with people more. So, uh, but it was always our goal throughout the entire release of our first beer through all of our beers. Now we were constantly looking. You know, we worked with a good friend of ours. His name's Germa Moaning, and he showed us a ton of, a ton of buildings oh, yeah. early on that you know frankly we probably couldn't afford but at the time <laughs> but you know that we learned a lot we learned a lot what was out there what we could expect in buildings and things um and then you know just throughout the process we were lucky enough to get in touch with our current landlord and working with um uh jonathan Dodson, the pivot guys on our on our current building which is has been great
1: and where is that located at
2: it's off 118 at the address is 118 uh northwest 8th street yeah, northwest 8th street between robinson and and, and broadway right mm-hmm. there uh, just about,
0: pretty much right now, where Hideaway is right down the corner, just west of that. Right okay. Okay,
1: yeah. oh, thank you. Because mm-hmm. we're like, we still haven't driven past it, but we're like, we know we've got to be really close to it yeah. so often.
2: Yeah. Oh, it's super, super close to here.
0: Yeah. And so it um, it used to be a christmas light place that they sold Christmas lights out of. And okay, so I know exactly where you're if talking you, about. Yeah, if you look <laughs> it up on Google, it still has the, like, old, like, face of, you know, that whole face of the building. So it's um, way different now than... That you can see on Google Maps and stuff. So yeah. much fun. Okay.
1: Oh, yeah. I've got to ask, what is each of your favorite beer so far? Because I have my favorite, which I'm going to go ahead and announce before they get on it. It is the 1109. I'm absolutely obsessed
3: I'm with it. Tell them what that is. Oh, yes.
1: <laughs> um, it is the Berliner Style Weiss. Is that right?
2: It's, well, so yeah. it's a Berliner Weiss.
1: Berliner Weiss. Weiss. They, yeah. they didn't put that but on the German. Were, that you know? was
2: regulated. We were yeah. forced to put that on there by yeah. the the powers that approve labels. Because yeah.
1: yeah. uh, they. It's purple. It's yeah. very pretty.
2: Because if we put
0: Berliner on there, it would assume that it came from Germany, uh, and so.
1: Okay. Oh, so it's like a champagne situation. Yeah. yeah. It's a, yeah. It's a it's yeah. pretty much a sparkling wine yeah. of Berlitter Weiss
2: which we are trying to change that. I think we've got to work around for it. That's going to that they're going to allow us to do.
1: But. but it's delicious. When did you guys launch this? Cuz I feel like I've only been drinking it for God, I mean, it, 6 uh, 8 months. March
0: or March or April. oh, yeah, March or April. yeah, R- Right March around or April. my
1: birthday. It's like you guys knew and it's <laughs> like, yeah, she's talked about it a lot. <laughs> I am <I'm> obsessed <laughs> with it.
2: Sometimes the universe just makes things happen.
1: And so, okay, while we're doing this, so I like it because it's kind of sour, and everyone knows I love sours. My other favorite is the pink can from Prairie with the vape tricks. Clearly, I love pretty colors and sour beers. (laughs) (laughs) So, it's a kind of sour. I don't actually understand sours for as much as I love them.
2: So, you would like to know more about sours?
1: Yes, because I know, so not to like, you know, blast you guys or anything, but it tastes a lot like Coop's ID from last year, which was also... But it was... A was, Berliner Weiss, but it was a different berry. Raspberry. It was raspberry.
2: Yeah, yeah. You want to talk about it? You
1: can talk about
2: Somebody it. go All for
1: right. it. So uh, I, I just have questions. <laughs> so,
2: yeah, no. It, it's it, it should taste a little bit like the, the Coop one because they're both but better. They are both Berliner Weisses. Yep. They're both Berliner Weisses. They did use a different berry in there. It's kind of the beauty of a Berliner Weiss. I think a lot of people like to play with different flavors, and then they kind of take them real well. Uh, Berliner Weisses is, is a kettle sour short term sour. There's a, maybe other ways to say it. Um, so, like, if you compare that to some of like long-term sours mm-hmm. and barrel mm-hmm. sours, those will yeah. probably have more of that sour tart punch to them.
3: Those are like the ones we're waiting on in that back room of Twisted, of Spike. Twisted Spike. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. yeah, waiting on for yeah. years. Yeah. So yeah. I
1: just saw that there's a conversation on the back of it <laughs> that mentions Zach n- Zach's name like twelve times. Yeah. Oh my oh. goodness, I've never actually read the can. Okay, sorry. Yeah,
2: we we'll, yeah. we'll have to get it. Yeah, we'll, for sure. <laughs> but. The you know the boring technical stuff is it's a you know it is a, it's a kettle sour that means that short term. It's it that's
1: makes, why you guys can keep making it
2: right. <laughs> it makes it, it, it. easier to, to, to turn. So it yeah. makes it easier to become a, a a core beer. We do brew that year round. Plan to brew that year round.
3: Good, um, you bet. Which is not always the case for this style either. It could be more of a seasonal style. Yeah, so, yeah. which yeah. drives me insane. <laughs>
2: yeah. But it's one that we thought works. Works pretty well as a as a core beer, and and, and even with it being a short term sour, it still does present some issues in terms of tying up your tanks or tying up your your system because it sours in the kettle, so it's each your your kettle sitting there with beer mm-hmm. souring in it until that gets boiled off.
1: So you can't uh, use it for other beers.
2: You can because you boil it, so your you, your your boil kettle's fine. When you when the long term sours, they typically will ferment and sour in the fermentation tanks, and once you do that. You don't really want to use those tanks for any other beer. You yeah. want to keep those designated for sour, just Dedicated, yeah, fermenters for sours because yep. they can just infect. If they
0: Others. get into, yeah,
2: everything in the brewery.
0: Style. I was
1: going to say, I've heard that sours, like, need their own separate area. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. Like, some breweries do. They'll have a complete different area. Other, like, other breweries don't, even for the long-term sour. They'll have it, they'll just clean really, really well. It just, you know, just what people think, so.
3: All right.
1: So, tell us about the name.
2: You should so yeah, (laughs) okay, so... uh,
1: (laughs) Justin's is the other name. So, yeah,
0: the 1109 comes from pretty much like... They're all
1: really fun names. I love that. It's like nail polish.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And, yeah, like I said, a lot of our names come from either stuff that happened at the Vanessa house or just in general with us, uh, us five at the, you know, Vanessa house here. But, um, so 1109 comes from, like on the can, an impromptu trip to Denver. And essentially, I am driving, or I think, no, Zach was was driving, and I was uh, the navigator. And so I had the, map, like, Google Maps up, and he pretty much was asking, like, pretty much how much longer do we have until we get to, um, until we get to Denver? And I was sitting in the back of him, so we kind of had that, when you're in the back seat, you can't really hear what's going on in the front seat. Mm -hmm. And so he kept asking me, like, uh, like, how much longer, and I answer with, oh, it's like, 300 miles. And he's like, no, like how much? Long- oh, it's going to be like three hours. He's like, no, what time? And I go, oh, 1109. And I gave him the time. Actually, the time was 1109 whenever he asked. He's just like, and so
2: <laughs> it's it's funny because the the other day we're, we're talking about um, ordering a glassware for the brewery. Oh, yeah. And I swear to God, the same conversation happened, but it was like the glassware. <laughs> Zach's over here, like asking about like price breaks, you know, when, yeah. and he's like, so what's the next one up? And Justin's looking at a computer screen, and I guess like, and I'm assuming what's happening here, and I, I'm, I'm like seeing it, and I'm like, I'm not gonna say anything, I'm just gonna watch. Uh, and you did it, it, so Justin's looking at his computer screen, so I'm assuming he's like registering things different, like he's looking at it directionally, and Zach's yeah. thinking like price wise, and he's just like, oh well, Justin keeps giving him a lower number, and he's like, but no, what's the next one up? Uh, but the way it must have looked <laughs> on the screen, it was,
0: yeah, it was and I it was,
2: was just this, and it probably <laughs> went on for three minutes, and we just let it go, yeah. It was pretty funny. That okay. happens a lot.
1: So, before I went on my 1109 tangent, which I'm so glad we did because I needed to know all that, um, <laughs> what are each of your favorite beers so far that you've brewed?
0: Man, uh, a lot of good ones we brewed. Um, it it kind of depends really on like what mood I am, but probably still my go-to. Probably else is our first beer, the 401k. I okay, scale. I was
1: going to say, because there's a wrong answer here. <laughs> yeah. <there? laughs> Andrew knows the wrong answer. Yes, but so, there is so, a wrong answer.
2: I wasn't going to say it, but now I probably still going to say it. I think I he prepared me. He told me there
0: was a wrong answer, but yes. still, probably I don't know. The four hundred one k is still my go to, you know, go to beer um, as well. Um, but I um, also still love um, our uh, brown ale as well. It's really, it's a really nice. good one as well.
3: That's the two big, originals, two ori- the two original. yeah, two originals. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I'm pretty sure they could do an entire episode of that, like craft brewers reading Untapped reviews of just my reviews, <laughs> and it would be entertaining. Oh, we could
2: talk about it uh, if we need to. Um, oh, we can read them out loud here if we need to. Um, <laughs> it'd be fun. Uh, no, so my favorite beer is probably our Power, or Powers Out Stout. It's probably my it is favorite. Good.
1: Um, it's just not stout season, so I'm not drinking it.
2: Yeah, it no, is, I still it's will.
3: approaching. Yeah. I know it's basically here. Yeah, okay. Good that's about That's
2: But what you're talking about is our garage fire. I'm not talking beer. about it
3: because it, it is,
2: is a fantastic fire. beer. Mm-hmm. If you and... like, it's it's a good pale ale. She doesn't like hops, and she's a real jerk about it.
1: <laughs> All right. Yeah. Can we talk about the fact that I actually like the Broken Tile Double IPA, oh, and it good. is the we do. first double IPA I've ever liked.
3: It's great. It's great. Yeah. We we both aren't the biggest IPA fans, but something about Broken Tile, we it love it. It is amazing. <laughs> Maybe we've I, because we've had it for free so many times. No,
1: no. <laughs> you know that what? Helps. And I'm not going to name drop anything. I'm just going to say there's a certain beer that tastes like hand lotion that I've had for free for four years, and I will never like it.
3: I have no idea what that one is. Even though it's, easy, but it's free. I'm assuming I know that. the brewery that it's from, though.
1: Okay, um, I think that was that was low enough that nobody heard it.
2: Um, that house does not support the uh, views of Kayla. Uh, <laughs> it's fine,
1: um, but yeah. it really grew on me. So, can you explain, I guess, for me, why a double IPA tastes great when IPAs are trash? Uh,
2: uh, <laughs> it's a I loaded question. The <laughs> thing, now, <laughs> thing is, in general, IPAs are something of a acquired taste at, on some level, right? Yeah. I didn't, I didn't like IPAs. For a very long time. And I think the first IPA I had that I really liked was, it was redacted, I think, up in, um, from, uh, Denver. And it was just, they used the hop different, differently. And I think, so they were more late editions. They were really bringing out the, the floral notes, the citrus notes, those type of things where there's a whole bunch of IPAs that are really more focused on bitterness, which isn't necessarily bad. I mean, that's a style that's pretty popular with certain people. Um, but I, you know, I think, that's part of it. One is you got to find a if you find a hop that you like, like Broken Tile uses Mosaic and Citra, and those hops win a lot of people over in general, I think. And yeah. two, it's just an acquired taste. I think you kind of get used to what hops. Once you can get past the bitterness, which is always there, even on those like later editions, and you start picking up those other flavors, they grow on you.
0: Yeah. Thank you. Hit that on the head, there. Or... Thank you. You're welcome.
3: So y'all, y'all have kind of developed quite the array of different varieties at this point. How many taps will you have at the new place?
0: Uh, there will be twelve taps. Okay. Um, at our new place. Twelve or sixteen? It's twelve.
3: Okay. It's twelve, mm-hmm. and will that be all of yours, or will there be
1: anything else jumping in occasionally? Maybe some cider friends or anything like that. No. Yes. So, maybe.
2: So uh, legally, I may have
1: heard someone else say something about that six months ago. Yeah, it,
2: <laughs> legally, it's kind of weird, right? Like we can't—I know we can't order beer. Like I can't—I can't, I can't okay. serve anybody else's beer. Cider is like—I
1: yeah. I was we, like, I know Stone Cloud i know Stonecloud does the kombucha.
2: We can, under the new laws, we will be able to do wine. Oh, we will yeah. have wine, in yeah. Memory. But so cider is weird because it—I think it falls under—it does fall under the wine license. So I guess technically we could, but it's. It's probably something we need to follow up on. I, I, there, there were some other breweries talking about the other day. and, uh, and they
1: were, I mean, I have some suggestions. It's, uh, it's, it's a bit
2: of a gray area, I think, right now, but we'll see. We can definitely have wine. It specifically yeah. says in the new law that breweries can have wine. And it doesn't say cider, but it falls under the same license. So there's the gray area, you know, yeah. so we'll find out. I think also we, we were talking about maybe doing some
0: non-alcoholic options, like some, like, carbonated water, you know, with Room temperature milk, yeah. Um, also, maybe maybe doing a craft soda that, that for, shelf you know. stable yeah, milk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, we talk about maybe doing a craft soda because with the new laws, you know, uh-huh. twenty one and under, they're you know people either you know someone who doesn't want to drink or if kids come in, you know, they can have something to drink or something
2: like that. So it was making a face. Right. A face.
3: We all well, know how the how children. I feel about children. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. Um. But with your new kind of capabilities, are there any things y'all are looking forward to being able to do that you haven't been able to do with being part of Brewers Union?
0: Um, probably I mean, one of the biggest, I think, brewing on our own system. I think you know, um, and also um, I get you know running uh, pretty much our tap room how we want because the Brewers Union, I mean, that's ran on its own. But you know, I also have an art tap room, creating our own atmosphere, you know, for the Vanessa House brand culture, our culture, bringing it there. Because with the Brewer's Union, it's, you know, four breweries and all kind of a, you know, high, you know, March of people there, which nothing bad about that. But, you know, we'll get to do, you know, our, we'll finally get to do our own thing and have, you know, like I said, Vanessa House culture there. So I think that's what I'm excited about.
1: Any predictions for what that might look like?
2: Yeah, I mean.
1: If you say trivia.
2: Going back to the warm hill, <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, yeah. <laughs> 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 Like, you know, we'll probably keep it pretty, you know, like 80 degrees. Yeah. Roughly, uh, <laughs> and <laughs> hot yoga. Yeah. yeah, nothing but hot yoga. No, uh, you know, I don't know. No, it's just gonna be fun. I, you know, the one thing I was I like about the way our tap room is looking now is very open. Mm-hmm. Um, the whole front and, and our t- it faces the north, so we're not gonna have the like sun ever like beating in yeah. on us, right? Which is cool. But now and we have our a big garage door, and then it's all glass, so it has this big open feel. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's kind of has it's it's kind of modern, has a very modern feel. Yeah. It's very like bright. It's colors it's i think it's going to have a very exciting and lively feel to it Mm -hmm. exciting feel to it you know so something we'll be
0: yeah for sure And kind of we will have like you know we right now we only the only piece of furniture in there is the couch that we ordered but also we're going to have kind of a oh uh, we've seen the couch seen the 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 couch yes nick Nick modeling the couch for (laughs) us so hate
1: me like one of your (laughs) friends
0: yeah we're sending it back yeah But we're going to have, like, more of a, like, you know, living room kind of feel as when, you know, when we all hung out in the living room at the Vanessa house. You know, so everybody could could be more, you know, like a social area right there. And um, and that's, like you said, what we're trying to go for is more social, you know, just an overall fun, just a fun atmosphere, very lively. And, um, you know, just coming there to have a great time like, you know, we did at the Vanessa
2: house. I'd say the one other thing that we're probably excited about, too, just from, like, a brewing perspective is that we've always brewed where we had to fight for tank time. You know, um, and now it's like all ours. so that's going to really let Evan run wild. Um, I think Evan has been somewhat constricted in terms of what he can brew sometimes because he's worrying about just getting a core beer brewed. He's like, oh, well, Broken Tile sells a lot. He's like, oh, we gotta get that brewed. Gotta get it brewed. Yeah. And it doesn't free his mind up to work on some other things sometimes. And now, so I think it's going to be great for him, um, to be able to work on some new fun, exciting things.
1: I'm feeling it goes on his future.
2: He likes sours a lot more yeah. than the rest of us, to be he honest. Needs- yes. <laughs> and which it goes, is not a sour. Somebody will call me all on that, I guess, per se. It's a goza. It is what it is. But it's in that same, like, family. If he app. needs
1: help naming it, like, nail polish, I've got I've got him. I've got some ideas oh, already. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. all involve my name, so I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I would, and the can will be pink. <laughs> <laughs> and Demands. sparkly. Demand. And sparkly. You guys are going to have a very pretty can. Casey Musgrave is going to drink that. <laughs> I don't know. That was <laughs> <Huh? laughs> Okay, so what else are you guys launching with all of this? You guys have big plans happening with other things. Maybe a podcast of your own yeah. someday. Yeah. yeah, yeah, soon.
2: Yeah, we soon. do. We're, we're working with uh, the mostly harmless media folks of mm-hmm. the Tower theater, uh, Tower theater, Tower Theater, Tower yes. Theater. Yeah. Okay. Making sure that's how you pronounce yes, it. Yeah, the okay. theater. Um,
1: that's the fancy way.
2: <laughs> no, we. Uh, the guy. The idea is like we kind of want to just take the whole fun atmosphere and like who we are, what we like to do, we, and put that in a, a podcast about beer. And, and the real idea about it will be to showcase the industry in terms of bringing people from the industry, our friends from the industry in, and getting to know them Like, kind of outside of that. Like, why why do you like beer? What's the fun times you've had with beer? Um, not necessarily... like We've talked some, a lot of technical type stuff and kind of get past that a little bit and just get into the a lot of the good times. More of the can stories if you will of beer uh, um, that we like to tell Like we, we always put a story on our, on our cans so just more of that just getting in and there will be drinking um during the podcast of course it's Vanessa's bottle share mm-hmm. is what we plan on calling it because anybody that's running around with the craft with a craft kit or two knows that at some point you have a bunch of beer that you can't drink so you invite a bunch of people over and you just share bottles and that's, <laughs> so that's kind of what it's about um and then you know you have fun that's that's the simple idea. Yeah. Might get a little ner- nerdier too. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Probably.
3: Well, and we'll definitely be sharing when that is happening too, because awesome. we always love supporting the other podcasters in our community. Exactly. So I was really excited to find out that y'all were going to do that because I think it's much needed here. Yeah.
2: Oh. Could be greater. Yeah. Be tell trainer. the rest of these guys. I think, they're, <laughs> I think they doubt me.
3: Like,
1: <laughs>
2: like silently. They haven't said it. I've just seen it in their eyes
1: have some judgment. Well, once they listen to this, they'll be like pure gold. Yeah. We got this. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Alright, anything else you guys wanted to make sure you shared with us?
2: Uh, um,
0: Shout out to Zach for his 40 under 40.
1: Uh, Golden boy. Right. I think we have to explain. Zach is the, the silent partner in the room who's not on mic right now. We're very excited to have him here.
2: Yeah.
0: yeah. Doing
1: damage control. <laughs> do There's been
2: a lot of nodding, you know. and He's holding up cue cards that say stop it. Stop it, a lot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, one other thing that I probably should mention is we're uh we're working with uh Prairie uh in yeah. Automobile Alley and Twisted Spike on a collaboration beer. We nice. like
1: both of those things. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah.
2: planning to be released uh in October, you know.
1: Any ideas on like the hints of flavors or anything yeah. that you can share?
2: It is a okay, I'm gonna screw don't let me screw up. Maple pecan. I'm a, know, it's not a porter. Old, 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 old ale. ale. Yeah. I don't know why I want to say porter every time. It's an old ale.
1: Old ale. What? Yeah. What is an old ale? But you had me at maple Pecan?
2: Whoa. Oh man! So it's it's an ale that was brewed a long time ago. <laughs>
3: it's like I will hurt uh, you. It makes me think of like English style. It is. Yeah. That's
2: what it is. Okay. It's an English old ale. Thank
1: you, Anna, <laughs> yeah. for being a reasonable voice in this
3: conversation. <laughs> Somebody has to be. Yeah. No, because it'll be.
2: It's a dark multi beer, uh, generally associated with beers from England. Didn't yeah. read that off Google. Yeah,
3: no, no, he didn't. And <laughs> I, and I, Dad slightly did not high. Hand him yeah. I like, knew that's what you meant too. Yeah. FYI, slight
2: high AVB. I'm more a self marketing guy, so don't hold that against me. Or Yay. Do. We well, you gotta know it so you can sell it. I <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> learn after a lot of times, not during the process.
3: <laughs> well, I'm excited to try that for sure. Me, too. so it'll yeah. be. At all three places. Then. Yes. Yep. Great.
1: Yep. Will it be available in any other forms, or is it like a special release only Just at a special release, yeah.
2: taproom only. And there'll okay. be some, we haven't worked all the specifics of this out yet, but I, there'll be some glassware associated with it. Yeah. And then some sort of like grand prize, where if you've gone to and had it at all three breweries, some sort of maybe like swag bag thing that you'll be drawn for or something. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Which, details on that are still going to work out, but something along those lines.
1: We'll be sure to share when we know more. Of course, I'm sure our friend oh. over at Twisted Spite Kate Kid will keep us in the loop on that. She's so good about that.
3: Yeah, great. Well, this has been awesome. Yeah. I always love a chance to hang out and drink beer with people who are cool. So, <laughs> thank you for coming. Yeah,
0: thank you for having us. Appreciate yeah.
3: it. Oklahoma City's independent sound. The Spy. spy, 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 spy.